Welcome to Mostly True Stories. I'm your host, John. This story is hands down the most difficult to share. I pray you find a message inside it worth keeping. Maybe, if nothing else, just a little sense of gratefulness for where you have grown up and how you were raised because no matter how that is or was others have had a more difficult childhood nonprofit organizations seek out donations from individuals and companies that have had success they are always looking for a new thriving business that they can ask for donations. We fell under that list of targets between 08 and 13. I have a great difficulty saying no, and uh, especially when it comes to children. It seemed that about once a week I would take a call from some nonprofit that needed money. Most of them were legit, and I usually said yes. But one call came in from the um, Albuquerque, uh, New Mexico Rotary. They were building onto a current children's shelter in the most dangerous area on earth at the time, Juarez, Mexico. My first donation was for razor wire. I asked why my money was being used for something so barbaric and they simply explained it was to keep the cartel from stealing the children for sex slaves. I doubled my donation immediately. A single mother raising two children of her own welcomed a handful of homeless children into her home some 30 years ago and in 2008, it had grown to over a hundred children. These children had often lost their families to the drugs uh, that cartels sold or the bullets that they gave. They called this saint of a woman, Nana Lupe. The Rotary took food down there every two weeks and started taking building supplies and expanding the facility. It had so much need they started asking for outside donations and somehow they heard about our phenomenal growth during the financial collapse. Most companies were closing or slowing, but uh, we were thriving. My heirloom vegetable seed business took off like a rocket. People were very concerned about the future and that it might continue to spiral out of control. And Raising your own food in your backyard started to make a lot of sense to a lot of people. The Rotary sent me photos of the building projects and I was all in after about the second paragraph 
there's so much to this story I can't tell it all, but I promise none of it has to do with me or my money. As I got to know the people in the Rotary during doing the actual work, not taking the easy route like I was, which is just giving them money, they would share stories with me that broke my heart and shattered my sense of hope in humanity. I've never regained it. I'm now a pessimist. Down there, the legal adoption system is so broken, kids just wander the streets without a family until they're either gunned down or kidnapped. One of the good policemen, and there's not very many of them down there, had dropped a 14-year-old girl from Guatemala off at the front gate. And over the next month, they were able to get her story. Her parents were killed on the way up through Mexico, and she was taken by the cartel and repeatedly raped. One of the cartel members stole her away from the group. No, not to save her but to take her home and tie her to a bed so he and his son could rape her for months. The man even had a wife living in the same house. At 13, she got pregnant and eventually had a child. When she had the opportunity, she took her baby and escaped into the night, making her way north. Now, when the policeman in Juarez found her, there was no baby, just a 14-year-old girl. She would never talk about her baby to anyone, not even Nana Lupe or the Rotary Volunteers. But we all believed it had died on the trip. After she had been at the rescue home a week or so, she began climbing the front iron gate, only to return after morning breakfast. They later discovered that she was going into the area dumpsters to find empty cigarette packages, which she would then intricately fold into dozens of others and somehow weave a purse. They were quite beautiful, kind of pop art. She then would sell them through the iron gate bars all afternoon. When she got the money for her little cigarette purses, she would carefully hand the money over to Nana Lupe. When they asked her why, she said she was afraid that if she didn't pay, she would be forced to leave because she was such a terrible person. After I read this story from a handwritten note, from one of the Rotary volunteers, I immediately 
asked to buy a purse. I wrote an appropriate check for that purse. A few weeks later, I got a large heavy box delivered and inside it was 12 carved, painted, wooden cars. A gift from a dozen boys inside the shelter on behalf of their newly adopted 14-year-old sister. they come to call their own. But in the bottom of that box, wrapped in used brown paper sack, was a purse made from cigarette wrappers. It was the best investment I ever made.